Aaron Rodgers chose the Jets, and that has been on the White shirt is your friend on two fronts. The white shirt in the summertime is the fat man's friend. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it, and the Big Ten Championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. High quality H2O right there. And Eric Fry. So I'll pull up the mic. I'm going to lower sweet tea. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in, uh, welcome in to a feel-good uh, Friday edition of the uh, Start in a Lineup. We're live here on the air on 98.9, the game ESPN radio, the last Friday of the month, September 29th, 2023. A couple of days, we'll flip those uh, calendars to October, and October, well, that means uh, that it is exciting times for the uh, fall, hopefully get in full swing. I know I'm going to regret this in a few months, but I am ready for the fall temperatures. Next week is going to be hot again in the 80s, but I'm ready for some fall temperatures. This is coming from the shorts guy in the office. Let's go. Let's get these fall temps going, and October also means some October baseball as well. We know the Cardinals won't be there. Will another team in the local area be there? Well, I mean, we'll, Milwaukee's we'll kind of uh, local, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the most local I, you're going to get. I guess, but uh, we'll uh, probably take a look at that a little bit later. And also the events there that happened with uh, Bryce Harper. Uh, get into it with who else but Angel Hernandez and tossing his helmet into the crowd as well. But, of course, it's uh, Football Friday as well. We got uh, high school football week six to a preview for tonight's matchups. So we got FEM's homecoming matchup with Taylorville and uh, Cumberland's uh, matchup with the Purple Riders as well to talk on and the rest of of the area matchups as well. Some big ones in the Apollo and it's rivalry week around the area as well. And we'll also hit up on some local sports that don't involve the uh, pigskin. We'll tell you about those uh, girls regionals in uh, golf that happened yesterday and get you set for the weekend as well. And uh, we'll also hit up, of course, on uh, some NFL from last night and this upcoming weekend. We'll take a look at the schedule and we'll hit up on college football, of course, the Illini on uh, tomorrow. And we'll talk about the Illini matchup at the battle for the uh, Canaan against uh, Purdue. And we'll tell you about that and 
then after us here on Fridays is uh, the Sports Spectacular mm-hmm. brought to you by uh, the Illini guys. They'll have more to say about that Illini and Purdue uh, matchup. And also we'll take a look at all the other matchups in uh, college football as well. And we'll also uh, get to uh, some other things. We got high school pick'em to come as well. And we got a NASCAR and a NASCAR pick'em as well. I know Eric saw this. And so we'll talk about it in the pod. We got more news from the schedule. One or at least a race. We're trickling one race out one at a time. Race. We don't want the whole schedule. We just want you just, to put it on a calendar yourself. You know, it's just like all the other sports leaks. The the leaks the uh, leaks happen. The leaks happen. And then it'll finally eventually it'll get to the to the big schedule. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll get to that in the pod as well as well as NASCAR pick'em. Coming up in the uh, coming up in Talladega this weekend uh, there as well, and maybe even touch a little bit on the Ryder Cup as well. Not exactly a great start for the Americans if you missed it there, and heck, they're already playing today already. Yep. Uh, so uh, we'll get to that all coming up here on the show, an absolutely loaded show here on a uh, Friday because. It's a jam-packed football Friday, of course, saying the starting lineup would not be possible without McMahon meets Tingley Insurance Agency, Worth Computer Repair, and the Totopolis State Bank. All right, so we got a lot to get to here today, so we need to kick it off, and let's start it off with First Things First. Before we get into the show. First things first. And it's week number six in high school football, and that's where we are beginning here. And we'll begin with the two teams that we are going to be covering tonight over on WSCRA is the Cumberland Pirates taking on the Arcola Purple Riders there. That's on 99.5, 107.7, and 1090 AM WSCRA. And the game that I'll be covering with Dominic is over on Jack FM, 100.5, 105.5. And that is the homecoming game for the Hearts after watching Mattoon and Charleston go through their homecoming festivities. It's FEM's turn as they host the uh, Tornadoes of Taylorville tonight as well as they roll in here to town a little bit later on this evening. And uh, we'll start there in uh, the Apollo there with the uh, homecoming game for uh, the uh, Hearts. And Taylorville comes into this one 3-2. and two. Uh, They have faced Mount Zion and Muhammad. So uh, they have fallen the past couple weeks after starting at 3-0. and oh. And so they're 0-2 in the conference. And uh, last week's matchup for FEM, they fell there to uh, Charleston. And they come in at 2-3 and three and 1-1 one and one in the Apollo. We heard from Coach Hef uh, yesterday. Uh, on the uh, program and I actually kind of think you know we always kind of joke with him about uh, how he feels about homecoming and uh, the distractions and the uh, losing off on the practice time Mm -hmm. and whatnot due to some of the festivities and the parade or whatnot but I feel like after last week's loss against Charleston I almost feel like homecoming could be a good thing because it kind of distracts you from the situation that you're in being two and three on the season and then also coming off on such a, a gut-wrenching loss there against Charleston uh, last week that you made so many mistakes. Mm-hmm. And so you feel like if you didn't make those mistakes or if one or two plays would have went your way, uh, they could have been uh, coming out with a win 
there on Friday against Charleston and Bub just didn't happen. So I kind of feel like this year we get the vibes that maybe the homecoming game is actually good uh, for the Hearts. Well, because Travis, this is kind of a situation. I, I, I think you will even admit it. You know, we've talked off air and we'll talk now about it that, you know, this is a situation where the Hearts haven't been in in a while. Mm-hmm. Being is that, yes, it's homecoming. That's not the situation. But the situation being is that you can't afford losses mm-hmm. because yeah. of who you still have on your schedule. Right. This is a game you cannot lose if you are Effingham. Mm-hmm. And we've had where Effingham missed the playoffs because they lost week nine. Right. That's a different vibe than losing week six and having your playoff chances almost be done. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's kind of what we're talking about with Effingham. Because after tonight, you got Muhammad and Mount Zion the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it, it has to – if I'm Coach Hefner, I know he does not like homecoming, as most football coaches do not. But you have to think there has to be something here that kind of resets this team. Because like I said, last week against Charleston, heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Didn't – just made mistakes. Yeah, I stayed away from the the pun there, the heart the heart wrenching. Oh, sorry, I didn't even think of it. My bad. Um, <laughs> I've heard the heart puns my whole life. <laughs> it's like let's get original, people. But you know, to me, that is that's the tough one. And when you look at Effingham and you look, you know, they're sitting two and three, Travis. But when you dive deeper, you know, the two teams they beat are two and eight in Robinson and in Mattoon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the teams you lost to are good teams. All the teams you lost to are 4-1 and one on the year. So it's not like you, you know, you've lost to the teams you were supposed to lose to. You've beaten the teams you're supposed to beat. Taylorville's a toss-up. Yeah. Well, uh, they kind of feel like uh, they they could their record could be a little bit better because they were right in it there in the Mount Carmel game. Yep. And, you know, if a couple of plays go differently there, they could have easily won that game. Uh, they're as well so um they feel like the record could possibly be better but it is what it is Mm -hmm. and uh they'll try to get right tonight and you know taylorville they are much experienced from last year they only had three seniors on the whole entire squad last year so they returned virtually everyone from last year's squad and obviously starting off three you know was uh, great for them to build their but, confidence. But, but again, same thing. The three teams they beat, Travis, are 1-15. I know. 1-14. So they haven't been challenged. Now they have been the past two weeks and haven't looked good. It's also Mount Zion and Muhammad. It is. So. This, these two teams, I would say, are very even. Yeah. This is a toss-up game. Yeah, I would agree. Total, total toss-up for sure. Uh, Taylorville. I'll throw out a bunch of different guys as well. That's the one thing that's difficult for the Hearts to a key on. They don't just go to one singular guy. They have like six guys who have at least one touchdown uh, this season, whether it's rushing touchdown or receiving uh, touchdowns there from uh, Baron Odom, who's the quarterback again. He was the quarterback last year, but he was only a sophomore. and uh, So another year of experience uh, for him. And, you know, FEM just got to – clean up the mistakes mm-hmm. and to take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to them. And uh, everything's better when you win on homecoming, you know, just look at the last past two weeks, Mattoon, they didn't win on homecoming. So it was probably a little bit of a bummer for the dance on Saturday, Charleston. They feel pretty good. They feel pretty happy. And the Saturday was more enjoyable. 
and I know from personal experience, I lost my homecoming game, and it was against Robinson, and it was the only game that Robinson won that entire year, oh. so uh, put a kind of a damper on the dance on Saturday, but hey, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, tonight, it's a pivotal matchup for uh, both squads mm-hmm. uh, there, as we mentioned with FEM's difficult schedule they have coming up and we'll talk about the rest of the Apollo matchups coming up here in the next segment but uh, this is where I want to get to uh, Cumberland as they're taking on the uh, Purple Riders today and uh, Cumberland are trying to bounce back after that loss against uh, Arthur last week and uh, Arcola is also coming off that loss as well as they fell to a Villa Grove by a touchdown as well last week so mm-hmm. Arcola 2-3 and three on the season we talked yep. about there uh, schedule, they still got to play Arthur yep. uh, on it, so it's important for the Purple Riders today, and it's important for Cumberland uh, to get back into the win column here after losing two of the last three. I know against Sullivan and Arthur, but right. got to get back on the winning track here. This is, you know, what we what we would call a, a get right game. You hope if you're the Pirates, mm-hmm. because again, Cumberland and and you know, Coach even said it when we were off the air last week after after the game in the post game interview. The Pirates did a lot of things right on defense last week. They held an Arthur team to 14 points yeah. after they had put up 30 every single game. Right, 30 yeah. plus. It was the lowest output of the season. They mm-hmm. held them to 159 yards total. Mm-hmm. They put up 213 yards, did the Pirates. Yeah. They did a lot of things right. Unfortunately, eight penalties and 45 yards will negate a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Two turnovers will negate a lot of that. Yeah. And that's what coaches are wired to focus on is that but the pirates didn't play bad last week the sullivan game they played bad and you can say they played bad and that was that was a loss they should have had last week i think you're more upset because you were in it and you let it go away yeah you were right there you're right there Mm -hmm. now looking ahead to arcola it's a team that the pirates have recently had the number on Mm -hmm. and again talking with coach last week you know, our Arcola's dealing with a lot of injuries. One of the players is Garza, who, if you remember way back in the preseason when we talked to Arcola before the season started, you know, they were looking at him to be one of their big linemen. Big, oh, yeah. big, strong linemen. He's been injured. The mm-hmm. thing about injuries, you never know when they could come back. It could come back this week. Mm-hmm. And they're a completely different team with him out there. Sure. And Travis, there's also always the saying, desperate men do desperate things. Arcola looking at their schedule. They still have Arthur, as you talked about, on their schedule, which mm. means to avoid getting five losses with an Arcola with an Arthur loss, you have to win this game. Yeah. What is Arcola going to be desperate enough to do with this new coach who's not from the area, who, if he wanted to, I'm sure has a ton of stuff that he has yet to show the Lincoln Prairie. Yeah, there may be some bag of, in the bag of tricks what are you willing to pull out to get to five wins because again you win this you look at you know Sagamon Valley and Sarah Gordo those are two winnable games yeah that can get you to five mm-hmm. right yeah if you're a Coley, you're also looking at that week three loss to our Argenta mm-hmm. if we all we needed to do is make a stop on a two-point conversion and uh you know we're sitting here with only two losses but, on the season, you know, we're sitting here on three and two rather than two and three. But you look at it, Travis, and and you know, yes, you look at the Argenta game, but you also look back at Week One and go, we beat Nakomas, who we were talking about could possibly make the playoffs. 
Mm-hmm. And Arcola beat them handedly. That's a healthy Arcola team week one. That's what they could have done. Right. And now they've been dealing with injuries. If they can get people healthy at the right time, they they could still make some noise. Mm-hmm. And with the way I saw Arthur play last week, I'm not saying Arcola couldn't beat them if they're healthy. Right. That's the if. Yeah. But uh, this week, again, just like Effingham and Taylorville, I think these two teams are very evenly matched. Mm-hmm. And it should be a good one agree. there in Cumberland as the Pirates try to turn things around. All right, yeah, and Arcola has uh, Sagamon Valley uh, next week. They'll return back home to the friendly confines of Arcola. And then uh, next uh, week for uh, Cumberland is they have a Saturday game. Yep. Uh, it's 1 o'clock against uh, Tri-County. Yep. So uh, that'll be uh, different playing on a Saturday kind yep. of uh, afternoon yep, football. Saturday afternoon. I'm there for you. So – and then they also make the long trek to Nokomis in week eight. Yeah, not looking forward to that one. The Pirates. So uh, we'll take a look at the rest of the Lincoln Prairie matchups uh, coming up here on the other side of the break here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Mammograms save lives, but some are unable to afford the exam. Mums for Moms will change that. 10-inch mums, grown by our very own Jeff Nally, will be for sale in the HSHS St. Anthony's Memorial Hospital, Women's Wellness Center parking lot, at 900 West Temple Avenue in Effingham on Wednesday, October 4th, starting at 7 a.m. Proceeds help women in need by providing support and resources during their treatment. So come by, buy a mum to honor a special lady. Mums for Moms is made possible by St. Anthony's Women's Wellness Center and these caring sponsors. John Boots Factory Showroom and Outlet, Milano and Brundle Engineers, Beecher City Food Liner, Eubinger's Furniture, Barlow Lock and Security, The Country Closet, Andy's Healthmark Pharmacy, First National Bank of Brownstown, Kirby Foods Effingham, Wenty Plumbing, Wabash Communications Fiber, Sloan's Auto Body and Repair, Washington Savings Bank, Home Farmers Mutual, First State Bank of Beecher City, Fox Holler Coffee, and Tatopolis State Bank. In 2021, the Effingham County Sheriff's Office received over 200 reports of fraud, forgery, and scams. This is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons reminding you that if someone contacts you that you don't know with an offer that sounds too good to be true, it is. Please shop with our local trusted area businesses and craftsmen who work hard to maintain their reputation. If you think that you've been the target of a potential scam, call your local police to report it. You may prevent someone else from being taken advantage of. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. 
It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. And now, shut up. I'm so tired of spoiled privilege kids thinking that they deserve something. They don't deserve anything. You earn it. Shut up. With your 256,000 signatures, who gives a crap? They're most probably bots anyways. The starting lineup. Hi, my name is Eric, and I live in Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Aurora. Excellent. I've had plenty of day jobs. Aurora. Nothing I'd call a career. I'll say this. I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. It's from Wayne's World. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in uh, to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you. And we'll continue with the uh, week six high school football talk here. And uh, some uh, big uh, matchups in the Apollo uh, tonight. As a big one in uh, Charleston at O'Brien Field, O'Brien Stadium on the campus of Eastern Illinois University. It's the Coles County Clash, something that the Coles County looks forward to every single season. And uh, Charleston, their vibes are high as they come in 4-1. and one. They're 1-1 one and one in the Apollo. Mattoon 1-4 and a four on the season after that loss last week against Mount Zion. So they are 0-2 in the Apollo budgets, throw out those records here at the Clash. Uh, Matuna does lead the overall series 22 to 6 and 1, and it took nearly a four-decade hiatus before a return in 2012, and that was when the uh, traveling trophy was uh, created as well. Not sure when they started playing at O'Brien Field uh, there, but awesome experience uh, for the kids. I know a couple mm-hmm. of years ago they had 7,000 people there. I want to say like 5,000 were there. Uh, last year, but uh, last year Charleston won the Clash 35 to 14, and the Trojans have actually won it two out of the last three years as well. And uh, it was a close game last year until uh, Charleston broke it open in uh, the uh, second half uh, there. And most importantly for Charleston, you know they could go to five and one, and they could become uh, playoff eligible yep. this week with the win and continue the winning uh, they've had here in the Clash. Uh, here tonight yeah they could like you said very important game very you know prestigious game for the area but uh you know mattoon trying to play spoilers like you said throw the records out but it is more important for the season for charleston at this point than it is mattoon but you know mattoon would love to play spoiler you oh, know yeah. they would especially with charleston oh definitely yeah if they could just get one more win on the schedule and it would be against charleston they would they would take it yep. so uh, we'll be looking out for the clash 
uh, tonight there at EIU. And then also with some Apollo Conference implications here tonight in Muhammad. This is the big one. It's Mount Zion. They come in at 5-0. And, of course, they're 2-0 in the Apollo and the Bulldogs. They come into this one 4-1 on a four-game win streak. And they're 2-0 in the Apollo. And whoever wins this game, I know next week with uh, Mount Zion and Charleston, if Mount Zion can win this, then Charleston can play a spoiler next week. But basically, this is for the Apollo Conference Championship uh, tonight. Yeah. Very well. This is this is the game. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I'm looking out for it. You know, 2019, obviously, when Mount Zion ran the table in the regular season. But the past couple of seasons when Muhammad's won the conference, they've won this game. And I believe that the, both of those games weren't even close. So Mount Zion won to get some revenge over the last couple of years on Muhammad's home turf. Mm-hmm. Definitely looking out for uh, that one tonight as well. In the uh, Lincoln Prairie, you got Nokomis. Uh, they're coming in at a 3 a and a 2, and uh, they're going to be at Arthur tonight. And Arthur coming in at 5 and 0, oh, looking to continue their undefeated streak. Uh, tonight against Nokomis. Yeah, and you talk about spoilers. Nokomis trying to play spoiler, trying to ruin the possible Sullivan-Arthur perfect matchup uh, mm-hmm. later on the year. All right, yep, exactly. But uh, we'll find out uh, tonight what Nokomis has in store for Allah. And uh, speaking of uh, Sullivan, uh, they are also 5-0. and They're going to be traveling to uh, Sagamon Valley tonight, and uh, they are 2-3 and on uh, the season is SV. Uh, Sarah Gordo, they are one and four. They're coming into this one, and they are traveling to a Villa Grove this evening. And Villa Grove need to keep piling on the wins, carry on that momentum from last week. Two and three, the Blue Devils are entering the game. Argenta, they are also a two a and a three tonight. They're going to be traveling to a Tri County, who's searching for their first win of the season. They're currently zero and five. And this could be the first time that Argenta wins more than two games in a season for the first time since 2019. Mm. So that would be a big confidence booster Very there much. for the Bombers if they could do that. And, of course, Tri-County, they could pick up their first dub of the season as well. They could finish strong yep. as well for them. In the uh, little line, speaking of a team that could uh, continue the momentum and play a little bit of a spoiler for a team that's fighting for a playoff position as it's Newton. They're one and four on the season. They just got their first dub of the year last week. And so they're one and two in the LIC. They're at Paris tonight. Paris is two and three on the year. And they're also one and two in the LIC. So Newton trying to make back-to-back dubs here. Yep. And Paris, like you said, trying to keep their playoff hopes alive mm-hmm. yep and see um newton has robinson next week paris has only and uh they finish up with casey as well so. yeah that's why paris has got to try and get the wins they mm-hmm. can yep that's why this one is, is so big mm-hmm. tonight uh mount carmel they are four and one and they're currently on a four game win streak as they're three and oh in the lic they're going to be a fighting against uh, Olney, who's 0-5 and 0-3 in the LIC. And maybe it's a look-ahead game for Mount Carmel because next week is Casey. Mm-hmm. So Mount Carmel trying to keep it going and Olney searching for the first dub. Yeah. Uh, good luck to the Tigers tonight. <laughs> good luck, he says, trying to contain uh, Sisson uh, there for the Tigers. And that game is in Mount Carmel 
next week if you're uh, wondering yes. there. And uh, speaking of uh, KZ, uh, they are also at home tonight, and this is the rivalry game, and it is Marshall 1-4, one 1-2 and one and in the LIC. KZ 5-0 and coming off another shutout. They got a shutout in four of their five games. They're 3-0 and in the LIC, and Marshall hasn't won this game since 2017. So, you know, they would want to play spoiler as well against their rivals, the Warriors, before that big matchup uh, next week with Mount Carmel for all the marbles in the LIC there. Good luck to Marshall. <laughs> Good luck to him. Get on the – just get on the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. That's what you got to count on first. Yep. That's, e- that's Easier said than done. That's your goal. <laughs> easier said Put than points. done. Just take one, one play at a time, one score at a time. There and a uh, team that just lost to uh, Casey is Lawrenceville. They're four and one and two and one in the LIC. They're at Robinson tonight and they are one and four and one and two in the LIC. In the uh, Central Illinois Conference you got Macon Meridian. They're one and four. They are going to be at Shelbyville and this is uh, Shelbyville's last regular season home game. That's right. The last three games are on the road for the Rams and they'll look to continue. Uh, their 5-0 and start uh, tonight against Macon. And Warrensburg-Latham, this uh, pivotal one in the next two for the CIC is pivotal as Warrensburg's 2-3. and three. They're 1-1 one and one in conference. They're at Central A&M tonight for uh, the Raiders homecoming. And it's 2-3 and a three for the Raiders. And they're 0-2 in the CIC. So uh, Central A&M need to bounce back after a couple of uh, losses uh, back-to-back. Uh, here, so they're fighting for a playoff position, and both those teams are uh, tonight. They're Muikwa and uh, Tuscola is two and three, one and one in the CIC. They're at Clinton, who's three and a two, mm-hmm. and uh, two and zero oh in the CIC are the Maroons of Clinton. Yeah, and uh, like I said, I'm a believer in Clinton. Tuscola trying to keep their playoff hopes alive and uh, sitting at at two and three. One of a, a handful of teams all sitting there at two and three in the CIC. Someone has to break out from the pack of that two and three group. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, and uh, the uh, it's a 50-50 game in a week eight, but uh, winnable games for Tuscola mm-hmm. on uh, the horizon. So uh, it's a 50-50 game tonight there in uh, Clinton. So we'll be looking out for uh, that one. In uh, the uh, South Central, this first one is the game of the night in uh, South Central as it's four and one of Andelia. At Greenville, who's 5-0 and are the uh, Comets uh, tonight. So this one uh, should be a heck of a lot of fun in the uh, South Central yes. with uh, the way Vandalia has been playing lately, just putting up the points, scoring quick, early and often. And Greenville, after that uh, big win against Pena last week, trying to keep it going and really trying to take a stranglehold of yeah. the conference. I, I think that they would almost wrap it up. the conference with this. Mm-hmm. Um you know, this is going to be the game that shows us is Greenville for real. I mean, last week was a big step towards that. But if you can knock off Payne and Vandalia in back-to-back weeks, you're right. for real. And you can make some noise come October. Mm-hmm. Right. It would be Carlinville, Piasol, and North Mac trying to throw a wrench into the conference uh, picture after this game. So, a uh, big one tonight there in Greenville. Interested to see how that game uh, shakes out. 
Uh, speaking of the Panthers, who took that uh, loss against the Comets, they're four and one, and they're at Hillsboro tonight. And Hillsboro two and a three, fighting for a playoff positioning, trying to keep their hopes alive there. Uh, Carlinville, they're three and two. Uh, they are at a North Mac one and four, and North Mac trying to keep it off the edge of elimination yep. with their fifth loss of the season already. Uh, they'll try to prevent that tonight mm-hmm. from happening, but of course they got Greenville finishing up the season yeah, there. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough week end nine. of the season. Um, and it's Litchfield. They're also two and three. Uh, they're at Gillespie, and Gillespie are trying to find their first win. They're O A and five. Um, and finally, it's Staunton two and three at Piasol two and three. So both teams lumped together there in the uh, S C C. Mm-hmm. Guess you'd say yes, the S C C. And uh, they're fighting for that to get out of the pack of the two and three teams there as well, trying to keep their postseason hopes alive uh, there. Stans finished up with Pena, though, so that'll be tough. And yes, uh, Pysaw's already uh, faced. Well, actually, they still have Greenville uh, left on their schedule as well. So uh, there you go. There's the uh Week six matchups for high school football, and stay tuned to uh, the website later on and throughout the evening. Be updating the uh, website uh, there for the scoreboard, and we'll have all the finals posted, of course, mm-hmm. later on tonight as well. So uh, click on our local sports tab. That's where you can find all the information there on the high school football scoreboard this evening and that's also where you can find us some local sports information and that's what we're talking about coming up next we got baseball that happened yesterday we got volleyball happened last night and also yesterday the girls golf regionals took place and we'll tell you where our area girls advanced to uh sectionals and we'll also get a set for the uh state matchups in junior high baseball today as well heck only uh, one game already in action uh mm-hmm. today as they started at 10 a.m there in peoria uh, so we'll take a look at that all coming up next here on the star lineup the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios we'll be right back This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together we can save lives. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. 
The Cromwell Media Group of Illinois operated radio stations WCRC, WCRA, WHQQ, WJKG, and 96.3 Classic Rock is an equal opportunity employer dedicated to providing broad outreach regarding job vacancies. We seek the help of local organizations in referring qualified applicants to our stations. Organizations that wish to receive our vacancy information should contact Cindy Hansen, EEO Manager, at 217-428-4487. That's 217-428-4487. Cromwell Media Group Effingham, Illinois Market is looking for a board operator to join our team. In this role, you will operate the soundboard during basketball and football games. No experience is necessary as we will provide you on-the-job training. You must be 18 or older to apply. If you're interested in a flexible position that will teach you new skills, this job opportunity is for you. Email your resume to Eric Fry, Operations Manager, at eric.fry at cromwellmedia.com or drop it off at 405 South Banker Street, Suite 201 in Effingham. Equal Opportunity Affirmative Action Employer. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym for a while. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. Lower T. Yeah, I went through it a while back. Once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. I got Nugenics Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text FLASH to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever, to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text SLASH to 321321. That's FLASH to 321321. And now, already been postponed. Didn't think a hockey game was possible to get postponed, but I guess due to some inclement weather uh, coming in, it is. How about that? Something's not right. You don't say. The starting lineup. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. On 98.9 The Game. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. Eric Price, Sports Center update. The Blues got edged out by the Blackhawks during a 2-1 overtime loss in preseason at the United Center yesterday. After Chicago took a 1-0 lead in the second period, Robert Thomas tied the game with a goal in the middle of the third period. However, St. Louis surrendered the game-winning goal in the final minute of the extra period. Blues are 2-1 and excuse me, exhibition play. They host the Stars tomorrow night, and uh, it was uh, Bedard who had two assists in that game for Chicago, so already making an impact. St. Louis City SC will try to extend their point streak to five matches when they host Sporting KC at City Park tomorrow night. St. Louis coming off a 2-1 win over Minnesota last weekend. City are in first place in the Western Conference with 16 wins, 5 draws, and 10 losses for 53 points. Tomorrow's match kicks off at 7.30. Chicago Fire FC will look for their first MLS win in over two months, Travis, when they visit the New York Red Bulls at Red Bull Arena tomorrow night. Fire coming off a 2-2 draw against New England at home last weekend. Chicago is in 12th place in the Eastern Conference with 8 wins, 10 draws, and 12 losses for 34 points. Tomorrow's match starts at 6.30 p.m. Other college football action coming up this weekend. Lindenwood 
will host Austin P. It'll be Southern Illinois welcoming Missouri State. Eastern Illinois visits Northwestern State. And the Colts are looking forward to having their top pick back on the field. The quarterback Anthony Richardson is on track for Indianapolis in week four against the Rams at Lucas Oil Field. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports and our Read, and we'll get to that NFL pick yep. as well as high school pick em yep. coming up a little bit later. Good game from Bedard, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I know. Hey, I got I got to get my fandom somewhere right now, Travis. Sure, Chicago's got to get your fandom somewhere. Yeah. Because it sure ain't coming from any other place. No, not now. <laughs> Uh, I mean that's basically uh, basically all you got. Yeah. So hopefully nothing happens. And maybe the Bulls for like a month, and that, that that's about it. Well, I mean, if you can get if you could swing the Drew Holiday trade, we're not going to Travis. That would be, that would be big. He's not coming to Chicago. Big for the don't city. Don't get hopes up, Travis. Big for the city of Chicago. So don't yeah. get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. Hmm, nothing good comes to the Bulls ever since like. You know, every time it does, you got to wait like at least a decade or two before good things happen to the Bulls. It is rough in Chicago. It has uh, your boy over there in a blender because you go from one day positivity trying to spin the drop fly ball and uh, spin it into a positive and making the postseason, and then the next next day, reverse course, we're not making the playoffs. It's over. <laughs> it's over. I'm not even watching this weekend. Not Travis. even watching. Why? Why would you? <laughs> Done. <laughs> Why would you? I mean, you won't need to. The Marlins still need to finish a game, and they'll finish it on Monday. It won't matter. They could some not reason. play that game on Monday, Travis, because I mean, that's the Marlins probably, have it locked up because the Cubs are going to lose. That's what three. they're. That's what they're hoping, at yeah. least. Yeah. Thank goodness. Won't even have to play it. Yeah. So, uh, let's take a look at some uh, local sports uh, from uh, yesterday in uh, the uh, baseball world. It was a CHBC. They took down a Nioga by the final score of a five to a three that had seed implications for the NTC uh, tournament. And it was a good start for Nioga. They put up a three spot in the top of the first, but CHBC got one back in the bottom of the first, but then three more in the bottom of the third, and they uh, won from there. It was uh, Lamb getting the win in relief. He went four innings, only giving up one hit and uh, no runs and six strikeouts. Uh, Radloff started the game, uh, but he only went three innings, giving up three runs and three strikeouts there. Uh, Gentry took the loss for Nioga. He went four innings, giving up three hits, four runs. None of them were earned, though. Two walks and seven strikeouts uh, for him, so... Uh, CHBC picks up there yesterday. It was uh, St. Anthony getting a little bit of a revenge after Otstopolis uh, last week handed them their first loss of the season of the fall. And uh, St. Anthony won this one, and it was a final score of 7-2-0. to zero. It was uh, St. Anthony picking up runs in the third and fourth. They broke it wide open there in the bottom of the fifth. Five runs there for St. A. Mm. As it was... Uh, Lorenzen, he had uh, uh, six innings, four hits, no runs, and one strikeout uh, for him. Addis took the loss as he went four and a third, five hits, six runs, five of them were earned, and two uh, strikeouts uh, there. And it was uh, Dietrich getting the win over Woodlawn, a 6-2-5, and this one was a wild game, wild box score, particularly there in the seventh inning, and that's where the majority of the runs came. Three runs for Woodlawn in the top of the seventh, and then Dietrich got them all back and got the win. Four runs in the bottom of the seventh 
he get the dub for the Maroons. So it was uh, Lighty getting the win in relief. He only went one inning, giving up a couple hits, three runs, three walks, and a couple of strikeouts. Uh, but Meinhart, he pitched well, six innings, uh, got the start, three hits, a couple runs, only one of them were earned, five strikeouts. But uh, Dietrich picking up the uh, dub there mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, Chrysler Rock, they defeated North Clay 6-5. to five yesterday and a volleyball st anthony and they defeated Topolis in two sets 25 14 uh 25 14 in both games uh altamont won in a three setter against uh, dietrich uh, altamont won 25 21 in the first set dietrich comes back and wins the second set 25 21 and then a long rally and a long third set 36 34 altamont wins that that's a long set. Trip. Yeah, and I saw that it was a long set point too, as well. Oh. Watching that game, and that was a pink out game there in Altamont last night. They got their money's worth there in that three in that third set. Uh-huh. Uh, wins is two straws, one against North Clay, Clay City in two sets, and Nioga beat CHBC in a three sets. Nioga won the final two to take that match, and it was FEM over at Taylorville in two sets, 25-21 in both sets, and Cumberland falls to Argenta in two sets, 25-12, 25-17, and Newton picked up the win over Robinson in two sets there in a soccer action yesterday fem and mount zion they tied with two goals a piece there and muhammad they got the win over charleston and nine to zero in cross country had the big robinson invitational it was unity finishing in first place on the girls side fem finished in a second place robinson was in the top three there in the boys, it was uh, Unity also taking that, but uh, Newton finished in second place. Uh, Father McGivney was third, and FEM was fourth. Uh, there we have those entire results, or at least the entire team results and the top ten individuals up on the website right now. In a tennis, you had FEM sweeping a K, or not even a sweep. It was by a 5-4 to four score uh, there. Uh, local sports uh, for uh, today, we already talked about the football matchups, but uh, baseball today, uh, the NTC tournament gets underway as the uh, ninth seed of Nioga. They're at the eighth seed of Brownstown, and that game will start at 4 uh, o'clock, and the winner of this one will take on the number one seed at St. Anthony on Monday. They're at Paul Smith Field, and next week we'll be revealing the NTC tournament brackets, but hey, they're already up on the website uh, as well if you want to go check them out. Already had a junior high baseball underway there in Peoria for the state tournament. As unfortunately, Totopolis falls in their game earlier this morning. They lost against Pleasant Plains 14 1 there. And Paris Crestwood plays later on today at 4 o'clock up there at a state. And then also coming up at noon, Staunton is against St. Joseph there. And in 3A, uh, Charleston uh, plays at 2 30 as well and Paris Crossword plays at four uh, there and action uh, from yesterday in the uh, golf world we had uh, uh, girls regionals there in the uh, uh, class 1a St. Anthony regional at the country club it was uh, Salem St. Anthony FEM all advancing on uh, to uh, sectionals uh, there and we had uh, some athletes from Topless. we had uh, Bushu uh, Blummer advancing and Warmer from uh, the shoes, also a couple from Vandalia as well. Kennedy Jones from North Clay advanced as an individual as well. The medalist uh, was Addie Krause for uh, St. Anthony, shot a, a 75 there. 
and uh, Maya Schwing, she uh, also was a part of the St. Anthony team. She got a hole-in-one on number two there at the country club. Congratulations. Yeah, so big uh, shot for her. Uh, there in the Macon Meridian Regional, there in Muikawa, it was Sullivan, Charleston, Tuscola all advancing into uh, sectionals. Uh, Mount Zion finishing in fourth place uh, there. The medalist for uh, was for Ellis for Sullivan, shooting an 87 uh, there. And four out of the five for Mount Zion advance on as individuals uh, there in uh, that regional. And in the uh, 1A Auburn Regional at uh, the Edgewood Golf Course in Auburn, it was Sacred Heart Griffin, Rochester, Williamsville, all advancing to a sectional play. Uh, there, a couple athletes from North Clay and Carlinville advance as individuals uh, there to a sectional play. And in the Rantoul 2A Regional at Willow Pond Golf Course in Rantoul, Normal, Springfield, and Mattoon all advance there to sectional play. Mattoon with a 351, and the medalist for the uh, regional was Blair Powers for the Green Wave. She shot a 70 there, and uh, four out of the five athletes from, or actually five athletes from Muhammad Seymour advanced as individuals there. But that one is a pending there as we have a tie for 10th. So they're going to be playing a playoff today for that 10th and final playoff spot or final qualifier uh, there between Tompkins from uh, Muhammad Seymour and Gray for Champaign Central. They both oh. had 95s yesterday. So. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, we're going to a tiebreaker there to advance on there so sectional play will begin on a monday there and we'll have the schedule later on this weekend and you know we'll be telling you about that more on monday but until then stay tuned to the website fmradio.com and our local sports tab to check out all of that there all right so we're up against the clock and we got enough time to talk some illinois football it's the battle for the cannon against our old friend coach walters and we'll be talking about that illini versus boilermakers coming up next here on the starting lineup to close it out the starting lineup from 98.9 the game studios will be right back hey son how are you feeling uh i'm fine pops what's on your mind I just, I can't explain it. Navigating, without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder. Metamorphosis, philosophy you thought you is. When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at sounditouttogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy is an independently owned Health Mart Pharmacy and is committed to the Effingham and surrounding communities. At Andy's, you'll experience a warm, caring, compassionate expert dedicated to your health. Their pharmacists have a personal commitment to you and our communities. Visit Andy's Health Mart Pharmacy today at 805 West Fayette in Effingham. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. At the Home Depot, Saturdays are about two things. The one-of-a-kind wood-fired flavor of a Traeger Ironwood XL grill. And football. That's right, Desmond Howard. Get fired up for the game in just a tap with Traeger's intuitive touchscreen. Then throw on your favorites and monitor the grill from anywhere with Wi-Fi technology. So you spend less time staring at the grill. Which means more time for football. For football. 
upgrade your Saturday with Traeger and the Home Depot. How doers get more done. It's Wrangler season out there. T-shirt days, denim jacket nights. A pair of broken in jeans you could live in. Open roads, endless horizons, no destinations. This is when adventure starts calling. And you need to be ready in jeans that are made for the unpredictable journey that we call life. Wrangler, for the ride of life. Shop our newest styles today at Wrangler.com. And now... Illinois, they won barely, and I, I had to laugh because after the game, Mr. C.J. Frederick for Iowa started crying. He's never been played like that before defensively. He just couldn't get open. They were grabbing him all game. He was fouled on every possession. They just wouldn't let me get open. The starting lineup. Start the crybaby sound effect. Illinois wouldn't let him open. He was crying after the game. On 98.9 The Game. C.J. Frederick. Get out of my gym. Welcome to the Big Ten, fella. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9 for just a, a smidge, a bit longer. And we turn things over to the Sports Spectacular, powered by the uh, Illini guys. And that's what we're closing out the show, talking about the Illinois fighting Illini as we go on the road this weekend. And it's a battle for the Purdue Cannon as it's our old friend, Coach Ryan Walters there in the uh, Boilermakers as uh, Purdue leads the all-time series for the Cannon, 47-2, and 6 Since 2001, Purdue is 14-6 and in this game. But three of those wins for the Illini have came in West Lafayette. So ah. that's where the game is on Saturday. So interesting to note there. But Purdue is on a three-game win streak in this series as well. So including last year's matchup in Champaign last year as well. And the Purdue and Illinois Canaan, it all started back in 1905. All that way back when, when a group of Purdue students took the cannon to Champagne in anticipation of firing it to celebrate a Boilermaker victory. And Purdue did win the game that year, 29-0. But Illinois supporters, including Quincy A. Hall, discovered it in a culvert by the field and took it before the Purdue students could do their booming celebration. Hall later moved it to his farmhouse near Milford, Illinois, where it survived a fire and gathered dust until he suggested it be used as a trophy in the football series between the two schools. When the rivalry resumed in 1943 after an 11-year hiatus, it was presented at halftime to the athletic directors. Before the Canon became an annual tradition, Illinois led the series 15-8-2. to and So there's a little history on the Illinois-Purdue Canon. I love that. That would they you, took the cannon. Would you have kept it? 
if you were the guy who found it and he said he was collecting dust before he decided, wouldn't, would you keep it? I, I think I'd keep it. I'd probably keep it. I'd yeah. just keep it in my house. I don't care if it's collecting <laughs> dust. You ain't getting it. All right. Yeah. So that's how the tradition started. Uh, Purdue. Well, Illinois, they're two and two on the season. Purdue, they haven't gone as well as they would anticipate it for Coach Walters in his debut. As he, they currently sit at one and three on the season, they lost to Week One to Fresno State, I believe, and then. They've lost back-to-back games against Syracuse and Wisconsin last week. And what I love about this game, Eric, is that both these teams, all the weaknesses for Illinois is also the weaknesses for Purdue as well. Their defense has not been great with Coach Walters. and all three losses, they've allowed at least 35 points in each game. And one of the reasons why this is a big game, uh, not only Coach Walters, but he brought a lot of people with him from the Illini, including the D coordinator right there at Purdue, Kevin Kane. He was on the Illini staff last Mm -hmm. year. The associate head coach, Corey Patterson, of course, one of the guys who brought some of the people from the metro area right. to the Illini, was on the staff and a few other uh, that are on the Purdue staff as well. So uh, there's a lot of, uh, I don't want to say bad blood, but uh, there's a lot of connections here with yes. the two coaching staffs yeah. uh, here. Uh, Hudson Card is the transfer from Texas, and he's leading the Boilermakers this season. Over a thousand yards, three touchdowns with three picks as well, and he also has three rushing touchdowns. One of the things that the Illini have struggled with turnovers. Purdue in the last seven games, they've turned it over uh, the last two games seven times. Ooh. So, uh, what they struggle with, we struggle with too. So, what you're saying is it's going to be an ugly game. Yeah, I think it could be teetering on. This is going to hit the under because both offenses are so horrible, uh-huh. or it's going to be both way of them. Way over, and it's going to be way 55 over. to 50. Yeah. 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 That's how it could be. Yep. That's the only way yep. it's going to go uh, this uh, uh, Saturday. So, uh, Spoiler alert, Travis, for our pick em. Uh huh. There's no line for this game. It's, it's even. A pick yeah. yeah. Not the only one we'll have this week, by the way. Mm, really? Yeah. There's another one that's even as well. Mm, okay. We'll talk about that in the pod. Yeah, we'll talk about that with uh, Pickham uh, there. Uh, Purdue does have the worst uh, defense in the uh, Big Ten coming up with third down stops, and they're also last in a scoring defense, and Illinois has not been good on third down on either side of the uh, football. Both Purdue and Illinois have allowed 23.5 first downs per game, tied for last in the uh, Big Ten and Purdue has allowed 54.2% conversions on third down, while the Illini 46% on third down uh, there. So really, this is all going to come down to who makes the least amount of mistakes. It's cliche to say, a lot of coach talk, but whoever makes the minimum of mistakes, turnovers and penalties, and maybe who has the ball last. Yep, I was going to say whoever makes the worst mistake last. As well. So I think that this game is perfect from that aspect there. Uh, not really any strength that you would go either way. Will not be on broadcast television. That's right. Don't don't mess. Even though it's all right, don't mess with Peacock. We got you covered right here on ninety eight nine two thirty. Will be the kickoff. One thirty will be the pregame show. Brian Barnhart and the crew will have you uh, covered. But yes, it's two thirty on Peacock exclusively on Peacock. Uh, who knows? Get the subscription, and you know you might stick around for a while. It's only four ninety nine a month. I mean. It's nothing that's going to break the bank, but 
again, we'll we'll have it. So don't even don't even mess with it. And uh, because of that, we're gonna have to move the uh, Cardinals over to uh, WCRA for yeah. uh, Saturday's game there because it starts at 5:20, and then a special start time at 12:15 on a Sunday. We're carrying the uh, pregame ceremonies for Adam Wainwright retirement for the Cardinals so that's going to do it for us we got lots more to talk about in the uh, pod with Pickums and the NFL and the rest of college football and more baseball and so catch us over there but coming up next here on ESPN radio is uh, the sports spectacular powered by the Illini guys and enjoy uh, that and catch us in the pod have a good weekend and if you don't talk to us in the pod we'll talk to you next month Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in and welcome to overtime of the uh, start in a lineup. And this will be an extended overtime because I got a lot to uh, get to. Here we got the uh, NFL. Got to talk about the game that happened last night. And it's say yes for the schedule today or this Sunday. And we got to get high school pick them, NASCAR pick them, get to some NASCAR news. So the schedule continues to leak out one race. At a time, we had another race that was uh, uh, leaked out yesterday, so we'll hit up on that. It's the Ryder Cup, as uh, the uh, uh, Europeans had a great start last night and uh, this morning. Haven't seen what they did, but uh, they swept the Americans yeah. at the beginning of the Ryder Cup. So. Yep. Uh, we also got to finish up the rest of college football. It's the final weekend of the regular season of Major League Baseball, so we'll hit up on that as well all to come here on the pod. So a lot of things to uh, get to here today. So uh, is there anything on sports in there that you wanted to hit on? Yeah, let's go ahead and get uh, Zach Wilson wants to prove Joe Namath wrong. So there you go. Because Joe Namath recently said that Wilson's performance was disgusting, and he's seen enough of Zach Wilson. Hmm. Yeah, he uh, did not really voice his approval. No. Nope. So. Um, Mel Tucker's going to file a lawsuit against Michigan State. We already knew that. The 2025 NBA All-Star Game, Travis, is going to be at the Chase Center. So there's that. 2024 All-Star Weekend will be at Gamebridge Fieldhouse over in Indy. Hmm. And Major League Baseball has more fans attending games thanks to on-field rule changes. Commissioner Rob Manfield told the media on Wednesday that more than 70 million fans will visit ballparks once the regular season ends on Sunday. It's the highest number of fans attending games since 2017. Mm. Due to the rule changes. Very well. That's what they're saying. Very well. So all those people who hated the rule changes, you're in the wrong. Yeah. Me. (laughs) It's working. Yeah. So there you go. That's uh, Sports Center. That's your Sports Center. All right. So I don't even know where uh, to begin with uh, everything, but let's go ahead. Uh, we finished with college football, and let's talk more about that. We have a Friday night game for you Utah, Oregon State, 
10 versus 19 under the Friday Night Lights. It's not a bad Friday night game at yeah, all. Yeah, nice little ranked matchup there. Oregon State favored by four points. Hmm, Utah, mm-hmm. number 10 in the country, huh? are away dogs there. Uh, at 11 a.m., of course, I'm talking about uh, the big game. It's the Penn State Nittany Lions making the trip to a Northwestern. And I had to double-check and triple-check whether I got fooled by X or fooled by Twitter. But I saw it on Sports Illustrated that Penn State actually has been practicing this week. Yes. With the uh, noise turned down. down. You know, the innovative uh, primetime Coach Prime there in Colorado playing with the music blaring. Well, Penn State doing the reverse of that. To replicate the atmosphere of Northwestern, That's it's so such quiet. A dig. <laughs> oh, that is man. such a dig. And I, I thought love that it. was. I thought no way. That's real. But I guess it was <laughs> practicing with quiet to replicate the atmosphere. Travis, and, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing for Northwestern, really. I mean, not only the fact of you know, you also factor in Travis. It's an eleven o'clock start. Yeah, I, I think if this was a, a one or two o'clock game, we'd probably see more fans. Mm-hmm. But eleven o'clock, you're not going to see a lot of fans there. Not there be a whole lot of fans there to begin with. So you got to so. commit to the atmosphere. I think you I got, saw pictures. Uh, I guess a Minnesota game. It was pretty pathetic. Simulate the atmosphere of what you're going to be in. So that's what I, I try I to do. <laughs> State. They're fully prepared. But that's true. Oh man. But uh, also the other uh, 11 a.m. kickoff, the uh, Colorado Big Noon kickoff is uh, there this week in Boulder again. And uh, 11 a.m. it's USC number eight against Colorado Coach Prime and the uh, Buffaloes are 21 and a half point underdogs at home against the number eight Trojans and Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams versus Shamir Sanders. Possibly. Possibly. I saw Sanders was questionable. Nah, I would think he'll play. He was in the hospital after the game. Was that San? Was that uh, Schmier Sanders or was that uh, Junior? Uh, There's two Sanders on the team. There's the quarterback, and he has another son that plays. Hmm. Well, one of them was in the hospital. That's all I know, and is questionable for the game. Hmm. Well, there's a big difference between the quarterback and I think the other one just plays defense. I, I think. But the other one's just a dude. I know. The junior. I mean, come on. You got to live up to the name. Uh, Sanders' name. Also, it's uh, number but Tony. he's not Dion Jr., is he? I I know there's another Sanders on the, on the team. I, I thought he was junior. Now you got me curious. Now I'm going to have to – I mean, not that Colorado's gotten a bunch of coverage this no. this year. Should know this. What conference they even play in? Pac-12. Pac-2. Oh, this is going to be Sanders. Shadour Sanders. And the defense. Shiloh, uh, Shiloh Sanders is questionable. Shiloh. Yes. There you go. He's the one who's questionable. And then Coach Deion Sanders. Yes. So there's a difference between Shiloh and Shadour. No. So now we got that figured out. I'm glad. Now we got Dion's kids straight. That's good. Uh, He's a safety. N- number one team in the country, Georgia. They're on the road against Auburn. Uh, 14 and a half point favorites of Georgia. 
230 on CBS. You got number two of Michigan at Nebraska. Wolverines, 17-point favorites. It's a good matchup at the 230 window. Number 24 at Kansas. Number three, Texas. Longhorns, though, 16.5-point favorites mm. here in Austin. Uh, number 23, uh, Missouri. Uh, they are against uh, Vanderbilt. Missouri favored by 13.5. Number 13, LSU. This is a good one at 5 o'clock. And uh, number 20, Old Miss. Uh, number 9, Oregon is at Stanford. Iowa State is at number 14, Oklahoma. Uh, this is where College Game Day is. They're in Durham for the number 11, Notre Dame, against number 17, Duke. And that's at 6.30 on ABC. Uh, South Carolina, number 21, and Tennessee. Number 12, Alabama. They're at Mississippi State. And number 7, Washington is at Arizona. And Nevada is at number 25, Fresno State. There this week on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, college game day. Never been to uh, Durham, North Carolina. One of multiple places they've never been to, Travis. And I'm glad that you brought that up because there's only five Power 5 schools or six Power 5 schools left that College Game Day has not Can visited. I guess one? Yeah. Illinois. You're correct. They have yeah. not gone there. They also have not visited Maryland, Rutgers, Syracuse, Virginia, or Cal. Mm. Those are the only six schools in the Power 5 regions that are left. Well, Syracuse has been decent. They could go there. Yeah, and I know that the biggest game that Rutgers had that it was against Louisville, and that was on a Thursday yeah. or something. So uh, that would have been a, a good opportunity to uh, be there. But um, maybe, maybe it'll come when Cal joins their new conference or yeah, whatever. So it won't be Illinois. It won't be Illinois. We played ourselves out of it last year. Had the opportunity, and we lost it. We lost it. We lost it. Unfortunately. So, all right. <sighs> That's the college football slate. That's enough being reminded of that. Yes. And then, of course, you know, 2.30. Illinois. Illinois. Uh, at 11 a.m., there's uh, Louisiana versus uh, Minnesota. I- Indiana is against Maryland. Uh, Wagner is at Rutgers. Michigan State is at Iowa this week. The rest of the game for Rutgers. Big 10 matchups, yeah. Doesn't even have a line yet. Tickets as low as eight dollars to see the Scarlet Knights and Wagner. Wagner two and two on the season. See if they can pick up win number three on that. All right, so let's just continue in uh, football. As uh, Thursday night football took place last night, and it was the Lions and uh, the uh, Packers and uh, boys and girls. We uh, started off uh, the week right. Put a couple units on uh, Detroit last night. No sweat as maybe it got a little testy there with uh, Packers cutting it to 10 and they were going for the two-point conversion there to cut it to a one-possession game, but no problem. Detroit had it in the bag. They won 34-20. to uh, 20. David Montgomery sniping those touchdowns. David Montgomery uh, players in fantasy loved it. People that had maybe Gibbs did not. Three tutties for the former Bear, David Montgomery. 32 carries as well. And the Lions got the win, 34-20. Yeah, he looked good. Four-game four win streak against the Packers now are the Lions. Yep. Three and one on the must season. Must be nice for David Montgomery to go to a team that beats the Packers. <laughs> That's right. I mean, Gibbs got eight carries, but that is a mystery of how 
how they're using him. He's a beast, but they just don't give him the ball. 32 carries for Montgomery. So, uh, hey, if you add Montgomery, it's good. Gibbs, maybe not so much. But, hey, Detroit, 3-1, and 2-0 and in the uh, conference, I believe, as well in the, in the north. Uh, and then on a Sunday, you got the uh, Falcons at the uh, Jaguars for a home game there for Jacksonville in London. And it's at 8.30 a.m. exclusively on ESPN+. And on Disney+, Plus, watch the Toy Story version in Andy's room. <laughs> I'm excited about that. I want to see. You know I'm going to tune into it uh, just for the pure exactly. sanity of it. You just Maybe gotta... I can get my kids to actually watch football. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's about. That's what it's all about. Get the family involved. Yeah. They're at Wembley. Uh, elsewhere, the uh, big one in Buffalo, Dolphins at the Bills at noon. Two-and-a-half-point favorites are the Bills in this one. Uh, so you got the Ravens and the Browns, Bengals and Titans. You got the Rams and the Colts there at the noon window. You got the Bucks against the uh, Saints, Commanders, Eagles, Vikings at the Panthers, Steelers at the Texans, all in the noon window as well as the highly anticipated matchup, the Broncos versus the Bears in Soldier Field. The toilet bowl comes to Soldier Field. Somebody's going to get their first win. I'm glad the toilet bowl is being played in that toilet bowl of a stadium that's become. And how do you feel, Bears fans, that a team that just got 70 dropped on them comes into your house, three-and-a-half-point favorites? <laughs> I think it'll be the biggest turnaround, Travis. <laughs> That's a new low. <laughs> new low for the Bears. Yeah. Uh, 0-4. Yep. And Justin Fields has to have a good game. Otherwise, he's on the hot seat. No, he's already on the hot I seat, I know, Travis. but it gets it gets scorching he's, hot, on he, fire, if he doesn't have a good performance. He's, he's not who we thought he was. Next three weeks, though, I get ready for more Bears in prime time. If you have prime, they're on Thursday night football against the Commanders next yeah. week. <laughs> then the Vikings and the Raiders, those are two winnable games right there. Maybe three if you want to beat the Commanders. But Maybe three, he says. That's at the uh, noon window there. At uh, 3.05 begins the uh, afternoon window Raiders Chargers witching hour if you will the Patriots at the Cowboys at 325 Cardinals and a 49ers in that window as well so and then on a Sunday night football the uh, Taylor Swift game part two yes as it's the Jets and uh, MetLife against the Aaron Rodgers Jets you know Travis what needs to happen now What's that? Chiefs need to make a big play for um, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Then they'd have Taylor and Swift. There was also uh, rumors of the uh, certain receiver that I uh, predicted at the beginning of the season to be unhappy in his current employer uh, there in Vegas, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Chiefs at him. Ugh. Make it happen. Uh, and then uh, the Monday night game is the return of the uh, Manning cast, and it's the Seahawks against the Giants. Only one, thankfully, one Monday night game this week. And it's a barn burner. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's not great. But 
We get what we get. We get what we get, and we like it. Because mm-hmm. football's back. That's right. And uh, so let's continue with the uh, football theme, and uh, let's go to high school pick em. High school pick em that involves college football. And the NFL as well. Yes. Football pick <laughs> in general. Football pick It's uh, more like it. Travis currently leads 30 points to 26 points. I have the better record, 23-8 to 20-11 and 11 with Travis. So we will start Travis Effingham versus Taylorville. Yep, homecoming game. Both teams need it. Only one can get it. Only one can get it. No ties in high school, thankfully. Uh, so I will go with Effingham having a happy homecoming and we'll have them getting the win, 28-20. to 20. Okay. Travis, I've been back and forth on this one. Um, My pen will work here. Because I don't know what to expect out of Taylor. As I mentioned, they have more wins than Effingham, but their wins have come against worse opponents. Mm-hmm. Whereas Effingham has been competitive against good teams. Yep. So, I'm going to go Effingham, and I will go, I'll go 29 to 24. 29-24. Alright, Cumberland versus Arcola. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cumberland trying to rebound from that uh, loss last week and losing two out of the last three. Um, I am going to go ahead and I'm going to pick Cumberland. And I'm going to go 21 to 14. Uh, so I will go Cumberland as well. And I will go Cumberland 22 to 13. Okay. All right. Now it's time for the games that we pick, Travis. So I have a strong feeling I know where you are going but Travis where are you going just a couple of options here um I will go I will go Coles County Clash oh okay the Clash picking there I will go Charleston I will go Charleston 35 to 27. 35 27. I actually was writing down another game. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to a different game. Um, I also picked Charleston, and I'm going to put it uh, 36 to 14. All right, so now I have two games that I can pick from because I think there's two games that deserve to be looked at. And which one am I going to pick? Do I pick the one I thought Travis was going to go with or do I pick the one I was going to pick from the beginning? I'll go with the one I picked from the beginning. Vandalia at Greenville. Mm-hmm. And I, got? I will go Vandalia, pulling off the upset, uh, 28-27. 28-27. So I will go uh, the uh, opposite way. Comments are for real. 
They pull off the win against the Vandals. So I got Greenville. And I got... Uh, I don't know here. Um, I'll go uh, 28 to 26. 26. By the way, Travis, I'm still surprised you did not pick Mount Sam. I thought about it. It was All on right. my short list. Moving on to Illinois at Purdue. Mm-hmm. Even. Straight pick them, Travis. So you got? Straight pick them. Or, or do you want to do the the score rules that we use for high school and apply it to the pick them game this week? Ooh. could do that. Since there is no line, can't compare it against the line. No. Yeah, we can do that. We okay. can do the score. Okay. Um, so we'll go... Illini. And we'll go Illini. 35 to 30. 35 to 30. All right. Um, I also will go Illinois. But I'm going to play the game and say 1 nothing. 1 0. Yep. All right. All right. Moving on to Sunday, Travis, in our second pick em game, Rams at Colts. <laughs> That's a pick 'em. Yep. Who you got? Of course, I got the Rams. And your score? Uh, Thirty-one to seventeen. Seventeen. Um, I also will go Rams. I'll go thirty-two to twenty-one. 32. Cooper Cup returns and gets three touchdowns. 32. 32. Okay. You said 31, right? Yeah. Okay. 32. I thought so. I just 32. Make sure. And then Broncos at Chicago Broncos minus three and a half. Travis, who you got? I got a Denver. Denver Broncos. Okay. I also have Denver. This is, yeah. The less we talk about Chicago sports, Travis, the better off this show will be. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But uh, if you uh, want my two cents on the Mount Zion Muhammad, uh, I would predict uh, Mount Zion uh, in a close one by a touchdown. Hmm. I'll go Muhammad just to be different. This won't count on pick them, but Sure. Just to be different. Right. Yeah. So, there you go. There you go. There there's our go. Uh, there's our pick'em. We're good to go. There on that one. All right. So let's see. Let's go to well, just a Ryder Cup update. The uh, Europeans swept the Americans, and then uh, they now currently have a six and a half to one and a half lead nice. over. The Americans, so we at least rule. we got one. We rule. We got one. We dominate. That's uh, that's all we need. We need to get this thing uh, started and it's having golf people in, in a blender and calling uh, for the people that put a, the United States together 
uh, Zach Johnson. Uh, not getting a lot of love no. on the X this morning uh, for the output for the Americans there. All right, so, uh, you know, it's a loaded football Friday, but we got to do it as we got to talk baseball as it's the final weekend of the regular season. Say, before we talk baseball, Travis, can we talk about something happy? What's that? Can we talk about something fun? What's that? Can we talk about some entertainment? Oh, we're going to have entertainment? We're going to have entertainment. I completely, weekend, forgot, I completely gotta, forgot about we that. we got to have entertainment on the weekend. So. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Yes. So here we go. Here is uh, – ah, I like what you did there. I see what you did there. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I do not have a mask on my face, but that's okay. Uh, so here we go. Uh, I got Dolphins plus two and a half against the Bills. I think the Dolphins come in this one outright. Oh, yeah. But if you're going to give me points too, I'll take the points. Mm-hmm. I got Cardinals plus 14 against the 49ers. I don't think they're going to win. I think they can keep it close. Maybe the Dallas game wasn't a fluke. Thought about going Dallas Patriots. Patriots plus nine. I'm staying away from that one. Don't know what I'm getting out of Dallas. So we're going to college, Travis. Yep. College, UAB plus 21 and a half against Tulane. Don't know much about either of these teams. I don't know either. That's a big number. Iowa State plus 20 against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Don't know much about these two teams. That's a big number. Give me South Carolina plus 12 and a half against Tennessee. I'm not believing this year's Tennessee team like last year. No, so yeah. I think South Carolina can make it a two-score game for yeah. sure. Thought about going Colorado-USC, Travis. I'm staying clear of that <laughs> one because I want USC to kick Colorado's butt mm-hmm. to prove that the Big Ten is better. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Big Ten better than the Big 12. That's right. Uh, NASCAR. Yes. For the race on Sunday at Talladega, Ross mm-hmm. Chastain plus 2,200. Yeah, some long odds for it's Talladega. the race. I mean, yeah, it, I know. Yeah. Uh, and then the truck race on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Grant Enfinger to get the win plus 1,400. Okay. And then finally, Travis, Friday night, or Saturday night, excuse me. How about we put our Dukes up? A little boxing action. Boxing. Canelo Alvarez gets the win. He's favored minus four seventy-five against Charlo Jermel Charlo. So I got Alvarez to get the win. <laughs> no idea boxing was even going on. I didn't either. <laughs> no idea there was a big fight. Yeah, I didn't either until the the news site that I use for Sports Center popped up and said Canelo Charlo preview, and I'm like, oh Alvarez. I at least know him. He sounds like someone. I've seen his commercials for things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. The undisputed super middleweight champion will put his belts on the line against undisputed junior middleweight champion Jermel Charlo. Canelo will be attempting to defend his four world titles in this weight class for the third time. Charlo is moving up two weight classes for the bout. Well, that doesn't sound very promising for that young man. No. Um, let's see if I would have any entertainment on on the NFL this week, this Sunday. Uh-huh. I would agree with you. The Dolphins is a pretty trendy yep. uh, pick, so that's what I would always. That's what I would go with. Uh, I would uh, go plus four and a half against with uh, Carolina. That's mm-hmm. what they are against Minnesota. 
Um, I would go put my uh, entertainment where my mouth is with the Broncos too, uh, with confidence. And the Bengals minus two and a half against the Titans. That's what I would go with. I like it. There. Maybe if you feel if you feel fancy. I feel froggy. Uh, Tampa plus three and a half against New Orleans. About maybe, maybe Tampa money line, maybe. But yeah, if you're uh, feeling froggy, for feel the frog. NFL Sunday. Okay, so there's that, and now finally we yes. get to uh, some uh, baseball. Sure. The final weekend of the regular season is here. The final three games is upon us, and just like in the uh, bumper that we play over and over on uh, the show, Eric's fi- excited for more excited for the final regular season game than opening day, and he gets his wish this Sunday. On October 1st. So not this year. He's super excited about not it. Not this year. <laughs> uh, not so much, huh? Put us out of our misery, Travis. Put old Yeller back behind the barn. Let's take care of this. Yeah. Because this has gone into you-know-what-in-a-handbasket. It has. This, it has, hasn't it? This is just... What a collapse. Uh, Epic collapse. Absolutely awful. Now, the good news, Travis, that I heard uh-huh. is that the Brewers are not throwing out their aces. Well, that's good. So at least that, you know. But the Braves didn't either. The Braves didn't either. <laughs> their position players still played, but not uh, not the best pitchers that they were throwing out so there. So if, if you are a Cubs fan like me and you want to know how the cubs can get into the postseason travis here's what here's what you need oh yeah i've looked at these tiebreakers there so the uh, cubs well, i'm not doing all of them i'm just I doing know. the cubs sure so the cubs need to win 3 out of 3 and have the diamondbacks lose all 3 of their games that's the mm-hmm. first thing that can happen diamondbacks are playing the astros who are still fighting for the al west mm-hmm. that's a possibility yep cubs winning all 3 maybe not <laughs> Cubs win all three, and the Marlins lose two of their four. Remember, they have that suspended game from yesterday that will be made yeah. up on Monday if needed. Yeah. Uh, the Marlins just rallied in the ninth yep. inning, and then the Had rain to. came. Had and to. And then uh, they waited like two and a half two hours one. or something. Yeah, like that's what like, they called it. Right. They tried. Mm-hmm. So there's that. If the Cubs win two games, the Marlins lose three games, and the Reds lose one of three to the Cardinals, the Cubs will get in. Hmm. So, Travis, come on. Yeah. Just one. We'll try. Or if the Cubs win one, the Marlins lose all four, and the Reds lose two, we will get in. Mm. So, besides rooting for the Cubs, if you're a Cub fan, you need to be rooting for the Pirates to take away the Marlins. Mm-hmm. You need to root for the Cardinals to beat the Reds and the Astros to beat the Diamonds. Yeah. Because the Cubs do not own any tiebreakers with any of the remaining teams. Mm-hmm. So they must have a better record than the team that they're facing on Sunday. Now, it appears the Brewers are resting some starters, which means the Cubs won't be facing Burns, Woodruff, or Peralta. So that helps. Mm-hmm. does. Um, so, yeah. <sighs> we can hope, but... Slim. We need to sweep. <laughs> that's that's the main thing. Now, closer Admiral Alzali is expected to pitch tonight. Coming mm. off the IL. 
So he'll be available. And we've said it's been the Cubs bullpen that have been causing issues the past couple of games. So having him back in there is a positive. Yeah. But again, I'm not a thousand percent confident in this team right now. It wasn't the bullpen last night. Not I last mean, night. No, the other two. Stroman gave up uh, four runs, only a couple of them earned. Must have been on a pitch count or something, only went two innings. Yep, because he's just coming back from injury. Only, th- only throwing thirty-eight. Which I I hate that I hate that call. I hate that decision. Y- you're playing for your playoff life. You have your starters pitch. Sure. Especially when your bullpen's been crap. Mm-hmm. If your bullpen had been pitching good, then maybe you can make an argument. But right. Yep, and with the uh, win, the Braves also a clinched home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yep. As well. Good so. for them. So, yeah, really uh, coming on strong. 103 wins for the Braves again. So, really strong coming into the uh, postseason. Uh, some other storylines and some other clinchers possibly uh, tonight. The Rangers can clinch uh, the West title for their first one since 2016 with a win and an Astros loss. Diamondbacks can clinch a playoff berth with a win or a Cubs loss. The Blue Jays can clinch a playoff berth with a win and a Mariners loss. And the Padres can be eliminated with a loss or a Marlins, Cubs, or Reds win. So that's all the scenarios for today. Even though, Travis, I am upset that the Cubs will not be in the postseason, I am happy with the fact we're going to finish above 500. Mm -hmm. I will take that. Yeah. Another team that won't finish above 500, that's the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. That's the... uh, beloved st louis cardinals uh the cardinals are going to finish in a dead last place behind the rebuilding pirates and they're going to have uh their most losses since 1990 and they're also going to have uh that's the last time that they finished dead last in the annual central was 1990 and uh, i was just thinking about this when we when we were going through our trials and tribulations throughout the season about how miserable this was and this was Recency bias a little bit, but I can't remember a more miserable season than this season for the St. Louis Cardinals. I don't know if it was just because we had too high of expectations. You did. We kind of did, you know, coming off an MVP season for Goldie and an NL Central title again. Um, And Dominic and I were talking about this on our way uh, to the game. I can't remember if it was the Mattoon or Charleston game, but... Uh, this the Cardinals are going to finish with their worst record, and they're going to finish with their uh, a losing record for the first time since 2007. And 2007, we were coming off a World Series, mm-hmm. and I told Dominic that it's just this year feels different from that year. Like this is a was a frustrating year, and it's our worst record since 07. Yep. But this just feels different and this feels worse and i think than I, that i think i know the reason travis in 07 halfway through the year you got rid of your gm yeah so you knew that there was light at the end of the tunnel you knew that there were new changes coming everything like that the cardinals ain't announced nothing well, we the only thing we've uh, announced uh, that, that Ollie's coming, Ollie's coming back and yep. uh, that Mo- Mo- Mosaic's gonna honor his uh, they're gonna honor his contract extension. Yep. yep. That's the only thing they have yep. announced. Yep. <laughs> so, the this miserable 
miserable season of Cardinal baseball comes to an end on Sunday. And it's all about uh, Wainwright this weekend. It's a celebration of him in St. Louis every day. There's something that happened in this weekend. I see what they did here on tonight's game. Sparks will fly as the stadium tour, Wayno's version, made its final stop at Bush Stadium with the purchase of a a special theme ticket tonight. Fans will take home a a exclusive T-shirt celebrating Wayno as a Cardinal forever and always. And also they'll have a pregame concert tonight. And then uh, tomorrow against the Reds, they'll – Fans are invited to stay after the game for a special post-game musical performance by Wainwright, who will be joined by his compadre there that played at opening day. And he'll debut three new original songs from his upcoming album and also an in-stadium fireworks display as well. And then on the final game, the team will host a special on-field pregame ceremony, which will be airing over on 98.9, the game honoring Adam Wainwright for his uh, featuring former teammates and Cardinals distingu- uh, distinguished alumni beginning at approximately 1.30. And the first 25,000 fans will get that playable 21-inch guitar. One-of-a-kind Adam Wainwright playable guitar Yes, as well. So it's all about I, Wainwright this this weekend. I noticed what you said there, Travis, again, uh, whenever you said former Cardinal players. Are you referring to someone in specifically yeah i mean we got to do it he's got to be in town seen all, season, all long. season long been radio silent for the entire season oh he's probably just as miserable as the rest of you cardinal fans <laughs> and he's probably just living it up in puerto rico i mean or wherever he spends you? his time and just hasn't even paid attention i'm sure he has yeah he has i mean you got to do some studying up when you're going to become the new manager so oh who's he managing the Cardinals. Uh, I, nope. Marmol's coming back, Travis. Yeah, he's going to get fired in the middle of the season. Oh. Because that's what you want is a middle of the year change. Yeah. Within the next couple of years, then. Yeah. We, I, I said it from. With his new uh, uh, pitching coach, Adam Wainwright. Yeah. Chris Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And we are hopefully going to. Uh, regret. I, I said it when they hired him, and I were, when they got hired with the Marlins that we're going to regret. Oh, yeah. Pitching our wagon to Ollie Marmol and not pitching it to Skip Schumacher. You mean playoff-bound Skip Schumacher. They're on the brink, uh, but the, he becomes the uh, third rookie manager in Marlins history to secure a winning record in his first full season managing the team, joining Jim Leland in 1997 and Jack McKinnon in 2004. Mm -hmm. And I think both of those did pretty well. Did pretty well. Yeah. World Series champions. So Um, doing all right. Not not to beat dead horses, Travis, but I'm going to beat a dead horse here. Mm Mm-hmm. When I talk about the Cubs. Uh Because it was brought to my attention, Travis, and I totally forgot about this. I'm going to cast your mind back to April 28th. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and me have talked multiple times of you never know how important a game is until you lose it. And at the end of the year, you're looking at them. Yep. From the 28th, are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. On the 28th, the Cubs lost 3-2 to the Marlins. Yep. On the 29th, they lost 7-6 to the Marlins. On the 30th, they lost 4-3 to to the Marlins. On May 6th, or on May 7th, they lost 5-4 to to the Marlins. 
They lost four games to the Marlins by a run. Wow. You take all four of those games back. Yeah. They're comfortably in the in, in the postseason. Mm-hmm. One of them was an extra inning, fourteen run game. Yeah. All all the wins matter, and the ones that you don't get, you'll look back and it'll cost you. Yep. So. Uh, one team that is uh, going to uh, the uh, postseason, we knew it for sure, but last night uh, they uh, did it. They uh, clinched it as uh, Baltimore finally uh, got it done, and uh, they clinched the AL East uh, there. So congratulations there to uh, Baltimore and Oriole fans who have stuck it out, and also their manager as well, uh, Brandon Hyde. I mean, my goodness, he's the uh first manager since Connie Mack to manage a team to 100 losses and he stuck around long enough to manage a team that has 100 wins as nice. well because the Orioles are now 159 on the season clinching the east last night and then also uh, another thing that I wanted to uh, mention and I mentioned it a little bit but uh, the Phillies they lost there to the Pirates 3-2 to two, but no one remembers that Everyone's going to remember uh, what happened during the game. Uh, Bryce Harper getting thrown out after a check swing and a strike three was called. And guess who? I don't even have to tell you. If you haven't even heard of this, I don't even have to tell you who got the call wrong. You know who it is. I do. Angel Hernandez. Yep. And uh, Bryce Harper said it as much there at the very end or in his press conference. Yep. It's, it's the same thing every year, and yep. it's always Angel involved in this. And it happened again last night, and Bryce Harper didn't go. He checked his swing. But yeah, he said uh, in the postgame he's going to get fined now, and he's going to get fined for being right again. So, uh, And then uh, Harper also got tossed out of the game, and he threw his helmet into the crowd and ended up in into the hands of a 10-year-old and ended up Bryce Harper signing the helmet. Look at that kid. He looks so happy mm-hmm. there with that helmet. And his interview during the game was awesome. Uh, one of the best things about Philadelphia is that kid right there. And maybe Philadelphia in the future has hope if they have 10-year-olds <laughs> like that growing up. So uh, awesome thing there. And uh, Baltimore and Tampa also. I uh, thought this was an interesting stat. Have never finished the regular season as the top two teams in the AL East. The Red Sox and Yankees have never finished as the bottom two teams in the East. Both of things, these things happen for the first time since the division was established in 1969. So history being made all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Cardinals are on the other end of that history that they're making themselves. But, again, uh, 6.20 will begin the uh, pregame tonight on 98.9, and then we have to switch the Cardinals over to a WCRA for the 5.20 pregame on Saturday because of the Illini game and then the special 12-15 start on Sunday for the end to the miserable season that was this year and stay tuned to the show next week hopefully it'll be next week with the little project that I'm working on recapping the Cardinals season this year so stick around for that as you should as you should. Hopefully, it'll put a smile on your face to uh, I'm gonna need wipe those tears. I'm going to need something this weekend when we're officially eliminated. <laughs> yeah. so. And the postseason begins for the playoffs for the baseball is on Tuesday. 
Yep. All right. Well, I hope the Marlins don't have to play on Monday <laughs> and then play on Tuesday. I know. That would stink. That would stink. Uh, so uh, let's uh, wrap it up here and uh, let's uh, close this thing out finally with some NASCAR and a NASCAR pick em as well. From yeah. one positive thing to another, Travis. We had another race that got leaked yep. yesterday. Leaked through. I mean, we kind of knew, but the, in, sure. the Brickyard we 400 didn't know is the, back. We didn't know the date. Yes. We knew the rumors. Yes. But it's back. It's back. Back on the oval. Yep. And we now know when it is. As it should be. Yeah. As it should be. So. So. Glad for that. Coming back to Indianapolis. Yep, on, on the, the big, big track. On the big speedway. We'll see how it plays. I believe that was uh, July 21st. Yes. I believe was the date. Yes. Therefore, that race at the Brickyard. The big course. So, I mean, I like that more than the road course. I, this car races oh, yeah. awfully on the road courses. so For sure. Yeah. Always, uh, always good to go to Indy, the Mecca. Of auto racing. Yes. Yeah, besides, who, what would you say? I mean, that's auto racing in general. Yeah. I know NASCAR is kind of Daytona. Yeah. Does anybody else race besides the NASCAR series at uh, Daytona? The, like, 24 hours oh. of, of Daytona. Like the right, but. IMSA series. Yeah, so, I mean, really, it is. The, Motocross. The, it really is the uh, Mecca for NASCAR, yeah. but auto racing in general is Indianapolis. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think Daytona also, I, I mentioned motocross kind of jokingly, but they do have bike week down there at Daytona, and yeah. they, they turn the track right there on the front stretch. They put a dirt motocross track um, okay. there at Daytona. So it is it is a big, big deal down there whenever they do uh, the motorcycles. But, sure. yeah, NASCAR's Daytona. I would still argue that IndyCar is Indy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're named after the place, for goodness sake. Sure. <laughs> so I would say IndyCar, but I would argue F1 is Monaco. Yeah, you hear a lot about that. Yes. It's so, uh, But, you know, because, again, I, to me, in order for it to be auto racing's mecca, you'd have to have all three of the major series in the world on it. Mm-hmm. And F1 doesn't race at Indy, right? So I don't think it can be considered. Yeah. So I, I would put. I mean, if you're saying exclusively American places, I would say F1 right now is Miami, mm-hmm. or maybe Coda. Yeah. But we'll see how the Vegas race does in November. Don't forget that's coming up in November. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Is it this November? This November. Oh, gotcha. Right around the corner. It is. See if Verstappen can win his 81st win of the season oh, or whatever. Gosh, yeah. It's just crazy. I think there's like five races left. He's already clinched the championship. Probably. He just wins every he, week. He's just. It's boring. Every week. Boring. Another win for Verstappen. Yep. Red Bull. Red Bull team. You're ruining F1. Stop Ru- it. Ruining the sport. Stop it. Grow the game. Yeah. Don't ruin the game. That's right. Help out others. All right, so uh, NASCAR. Let's close it out with NASCAR Pick'em here. I don't want to talk about NASCAR Pick'em. Let's do it. We gotta, we gotta keep it going. <sighs> Travis won again. Travis is ahead by five now. I'm slowly fading away, just like my Cubs. <laughs> I, I am mimicking the Cubs down the stretch. I'm slowly fading I'm, away. <laughs> I'm, I'm just doing my best Cubs impersonation here down the home stretch. <laughs> 
falling out of it. So, Travis, since you won, you get to pick first. Okay. Uh, so uh, Talladega. Who knows? I know. So who have I who have I picked so far? I picked Blaney. Blaney, Reddick, Larson, and Kozlowski. Larson, Kozlowski. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, currently on the sports book that I'm looking at now, Kozlowski plus eleven hundred is the favorite mm-hmm. to win the whole thing. I guess Ryan Blaney is tied uh, for that honor as well. Ah, man, this is uh, really, really tough, like you said. I mean, the reason why the odds are so much is because anything can happen yep. here. And and usually does. It's basically usually. about avoiding the big accident mm-hmm. and being around at the end and then pushing, pushing, push, 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 pushing. Right, being in the right place. And hope you don't get pushed. <laughs> being in the right place at the right time. Uh, all right, so uh, I'm going to go <sighs> – I want to just have it a throwaway week, but I don't want to use any of my major drivers yet, and I don't know if I'll continue to use this guy any other time. Um, but I'm going to go Austin Sindrick. Sindrick. Okay. He's plus 2,000. Okay. To win. I, I mean, former Daytona 500 champ. So he won the Daytona 500 last year. There you go. Hopefully that'll transfer over to the other big race. I Travis, I need I I need you to need get start gaining some points. You need it. I need it. So I'm going Brad Keselowski. Mm-hmm. I I I need to get some points. Keselowski seems like a good bet to get some get some points because he's right there at the cut line. Um and so I I will go with Keselowski. Keselowski. I'm 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 intrigued by your strategy, Travis. Well, just we'll picking a non-playoff driver. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, we'll see if it works out. See if it works out for you. Bold move, Cotton. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to use my playoff guys. Yes. So. Alrighty. I think that just about does it. Yeah. That. The only other thing I had written down is expect possibly Travis. James Harden to be traded by Monday. James Harden. So we're on the lookout. Yes, because the 76ers are very actively and aggressively pursuing Drew Holiday. Uh, In order to make that work, they'd have to get rid of James Harden. So they're talking with the Clippers about a three-team trade. Ooh. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout. All right. That's it. All right, so that will finally close it out here. We are done uh, for this week. And uh, so we'll be back on a Monday to uh, recap it all. And, of course, give you the top three moments from that loaded sports weekend. So until then, enjoy the high school football games tonight, college football, NFL, Saturday, Sunday, and the race as well. So until Monday, we will talk to you then. Have a great rest of your weekend. And peace out.